life is meant to be lived. And on this show, I'm going to tell you crazy stories of my life. I'm your boy, Mush King. You already know, I got a story to tell. Hey, what it is, friends? It's your boy, Mush King, and you're now tuned into an all-new episode of A Story to Tell right here on the CWF Network, where we bring the big content and the small pieces. I want to thank you for joining me right here on the show where I like to tell the crazy stories of my life and today, the crazy stories of the internet. And, you know, you can only find us here each and every week on Wednesday. Uh, bye, bye, bye. Check me out. Check me out. For all my new-time listeners, welcome. For all my people who are joining me again, welcome, welcome. And uh, yeah, this is just my little space on the internet where I like to talk my shit like, you know, that I have been talking for the last four or five years. I can't remember what this is, but congrats to me because last week was my 100th episode of A Story to Tell, like 100 episodes, 100 stories that I've been telling. So shout out to everybody who's been rocking with me since day one. Because I know there's some of you out there like who's been listening to me for a long time and all the projects that I have gone to and all the variations of this network and, you know, everything that we've transitioned into. Like, this is an idea that just came out of nowhere. I created this thing from scratch, not knowing how to do shit and taught myself how to do everything. And, you know, I try to bring some people along for the ride. Some people worked out. Some people, um, you know, didn't. And that's fine. That's fine. And, you know, I wish them all the best. But, you know, they all contributed to the status of this network over 120,000 listens, over fucking 40,000 downloads. Like, you know, I'm just excited to be on this journey and like, you know, you're not always going to get it right. That's the one thing I will say, but I'm not going to harp on that too much. Um, I hope everyone is doing well out there. You know, we live in this crazy world. If you guys hear some noise in the background, let me just tell you, uh, they are demolishing a building across the street from where I record at. And so it's just creating a little bit of troubles for me to record normally because uh, I normally record during the day. So today we have the demolition of the building. We also have the grass people cutting the grass. Currently, the leaf blower is out there ODing in front of my window. So hopefully you guys don't hear none of that, you know, with the vast editing skills that I have. So that's that on that. But today, 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 I just wanted to get into something now, you know, I always tell you I like to read random things on the Internet just to get perspective on how other people think and stuff like that. And a lot of times I spend a lot of my time on Reddit, like just reading uh, the articles and the posts and things like that, the forums and just to see what the feedback is. And one of my favorite um, little subreddits is, you know, am I the asshole? And it's just random people asking am i the asshole and then they'll give the situation of what's going on so you know i was browsing that and i came across this one now let me tell y'all something i've been in a couple weddings i've been in a couple weddings you know i've been like the best man i've been the groomsman you know i've been an attendee to mad weddings but one thing about weddings like if you're in a wedding it's, it's a little expensive especially if it's a wedding that's like not being all paid for where they're paying for your tux and stuff like that. Like, of course, you want to show up for your friends and stuff. But, you know, some of them tuxes that they be picking out for their day, like I get it's your day. But like some of them, like I've had friends who offer me to be, you know, in their wedding, but it would be 
somewhere far in Jamaica. Then they want you to pay for the tux and then they want you to pay for all of this. And this is like, okay, I get it. Like, this is your day, <laughs> like not my day. So I came across this little post about um, a bridesmaid who dropped out right before the wedding and if she's an asshole for doing that. And that kind of intrigued me because you'll, you'll find out and we'll discuss um, once I'm done reading the letter. So if you got a little bit of time, sit back and relax and we're going to get right into this so the letter says i'm a 24 year old female have been friends with april that's the name 27 for close to 15 years now we met at gymnastics as kids and formed a close bond it seemed natural for us that i would be the bridesmaid just as always planned the wedding was delayed a lot due to covid and then i received the big news when i was diagnosed with cancer i was lucky that we caught it early so surgery followed by chemotherapy April was supportive throughout all of this. She made appointments for dress shopping to fit around my schedule. When we picked the bridesmaid dresses, April said she would be paying for them in the alterations. She said it would be her way of thanking us for being there for her. We chose to buy mine a size up from what I wore because chemo could cause weight gain. Unfortunately, I had to go through more rounds than first predicted. Three weeks ago, we went to the fitting and my dress couldn't, wouldn't close. I was embarrassed. I didn't want to leave the changing room, but April talked me into coming out. Now, come on now. If you're embarrassed, you're not talking to me and coming out. I'm sorry. Um, coming out as the other girls hadn't seen me try it on and they were excited. I came out and explained the problem to April, apologized and offered to pay her back for the dress and pay for the alterations to make it fit. All that needed, all that needed doing was for it to be let out and it had to be taken in at my previous fitting before I had more chemo. The seamstress said that would be easy to do and that wouldn't change or damage the dress as we had bought a size bigger in the first place. Right. I thought everything was fine until we went out for dinner, a few, a few of our friends to celebrate it getting closer to the wedding. When I ordered pasta, April gave me a strange look that made me that then made a comment about how it was no wonder I didn't fit into the dress and how I couldn't just say the weight gain was from chemo. <laughs> That's wild. I was in shock about it. I didn't know what to do when someone told her it was a horrible thing to say. She just started saying I would ruin her wedding pictures. It was already bad enough that she had to buy a size 10 dress just so I wouldn't fit into it. And now her pictures will be ruined by a whale who couldn't stop stuffing her face. <laughs> Yo. I didn't think it was fair as I've been on a diet ever since my diagnosis to combat any weight gain from my treatment and I lost it. I did raise my voice. I told her that I couldn't believe anyone could be as cold and heartless as to say that. And considering how she's been there throughout the whole thing, the only conclusion I can make up is that she's a narcissist who should be given an Oscar for her acting talents. I said not to worry about her pictures because I wouldn't be there at all. And that I'm glad she can't refund on the dress and then told her fiance he should just get a contract, a divorce lawyer now to save time because it would be sad to be stuck with her. And then I left. I've been told I was harsher than needed and shouldn't have dropped out the wedding this close, but I don't see why I should have to be there after I was humiliated. Am I the asshole? So let me know what you guys think. If you're not subscribed on YouTube, go ahead and subscribe on YouTube and comment there. And just let me know what you know about. The, I mean, let me know what you think about the situation. Now, let, I, I, and I picked this article specifically, and I wanted to say that because I know some some of you may be like, "Why the fuck did you choose this one?" Like, but it had to do with cancer, and you know, in my family, cancer has taking a lot of people away. And then also I have friends who have cancer and I know a lot of young people with cancer. So cancer, cancer is very prevalent in my, 
you know, life and whatnot. So I thought about that. And then I just thought about friendship and just, you know, people being there for you in one moment and then them being a total opposite person in another. Now, the one thing I always will lead with, and I tell this all the time, I tell this to my mom, you know, to everybody, like people are going to be people and they're going to continue to be people. And a lot of times it's like this, a lot of times it's like when you start hanging out with somebody it's all fun and cool and great and they like you. For example, for me, like, you know, I have a very spicy mouth. Like, I've always been like that since I was a kid. I question everything. Like, I just, you know, I just was always talking and people always tell me, like, I act like I know it all. But the thing about me is I know how to be spicy in the right moments. I'm not just, you know, red crushed peppers, red crushed peppers all the time. Like, you're not just chewing a fucking cup of red crushed peppers. I'm not that spicy. I am like, you know, I'll throw a little bit of hot sauce on it if I feel the need or if I feel it's the moment, but I'm not going to just do it on purpose. But in the past, a lot of people have hung out with me and have loved the way my mouth was spicy towards other people. And they'd be like, oh, my God, that's so crazy that you said that. Da 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 da. But then when a situation happens and the spice now has to be thrown on them, now they don't like it because it's just like, how dare you talk to me like that? But then, you know, as a person, you sit there like, but you know how I talk to everyone else. Why did you think that it would be different for you? And so it's just like, yes, she was there for you for your cancer. Yes, she was there for you in, in your hard times. But the thing is, now it's her time and she feel like you ruining her moment. And like people are always going to be like that. Like, wait, what? Like you was just there for me for cancer. You know, why I'm gaining weight. And you talk about me because of pasta. But I always feel like, you know, that just shows that there was inner hate in the heart towards you for a minute. And, you know, this resonated with me because this is recently what my situation was with, you know, some of the old college friends I used to hang out with. I thought we was cool as pie. I really did. And then, you know, feelings were dredged up in the group chat and things were expressed about me. And I left the group chat just like she left this wedding. Because the thing is, like... Only you know your level of humiliation that will drive you over the edge. Like, if you know what that is and you know what your triggers are, like, you're not going to tolerate that bullshit. And why should you? Why should you have to sit there and, like, really be like, oh, that was so mean, but I'm still going to be in your wedding. Fuck that. Nah. She, first of all, you call me a whale. That's number one. You're talking about the weight gain that I have from my sickness, from my cancer, like, my health issue. You're making jokes about that for your fucking wedding. And it's just like, I would have blew up too and told the husband that. That same shit, like, yo, get a divorce now because someone who says some shit like that is out of pocket. Like, this, you know, there's a few things that you just don't, like, harp down on people. You know, when it comes to, like, cancer or, you know, maybe somebody's parents dying, like, you just got to kind of leave people alone. Just leave them alone because, you know, that's a trigger, especially if you've never been through something like that. If you never lost nobody through cancer, like, why would you, if you never had cancer, why would you even fix your lips to say something like that? Because you don't know what the fuck the weight gain is from that. How do you know? So now you're just talking spicy and you're being spiteful because you know my situation. You sat up there with me in that hospital and now you're using it against me. And I feel like that is the ultimate sign of disrespect. Like, the ultimate sign of disrespect. And, like, in my last situation, I just dip out. Like, but that's always been my thing. I'm going to dip out and not say nothing. Because why? Like, you already feel like you feel. And so it's just like, why should we continue to do that? And, like, these are some of the people that I was close with for, like, 20 years. 
And like to now know that like we don't really talk like that. Sometimes it's weird when you think about it, but then sometimes it's like, yo, mad time has passed. And then none of them have reached out and said, hey, Mush, what's up? Like, so in this situation with this wedding, like, nah, like you roasted me for my weight. You called me a whale. You basically told me like, I can't stop eating. Like, yeah. And all I had to do was just let the fucking seamstress fix the dress. It was, it was mad easy. So not only that, and you're vain as fuck because now you're saying that, so a big person can't be in your wedding photo. So now you're only selecting you're only selecting the chicks that you know would make your photo look right. And that's also dumb because it's just like, damn, so are those other bridesmaids really your friend? So, in my opinion, I don't think that she's an asshole. I mean, listen, I'm big on fucking being your biggest cheerleader. I'm big on that. And so it's just like, don't let nobody disrespect you. And because once you do it once and... Listen, I always say, don't disrespect me in front of millions. And to me, that could be, you could disrespect me in front of one person. To me, that feels like millions. I'm going to check you right then. And that's the thing about me. I'm always the check you right then person. I never understand the people who have to let it process and they have to take days to figure out how they feel. Nah, fuck that. I'm telling you how I feel right in the moment. So, you know, right in the moment. And then I could just release that shit and go about my day. Because you harp on that shit and you hold it in for weeks and then next thing you know and then then, boom. Now I'm mad. Now I'm trying to fight you. Boom. Now, you know, we arguing and we get into a fight and boom. Someone get into a fight and die or, you know, now you trying to kill me. And like the the news stories that we're seeing today, you got to be you got to steer clear of people. And they're crazy because we are all just one tick away, especially after COVID. We are just all one tick away from being it. And sometimes, like, some of us may know what that tick is, but a lot of people don't. And a lot of people don't know that they're already on the breaking edge. And they just, it's just going to take one person who really knows your inner workings to fucking set you off. And that's why I just say, just allow people to know what you need them to know about you. Like, it's like a lot of people call me secretive, but it's not, I'm not. Like, but I also learned in my fucking years of life that, People are going to be people and, you know, you tell them too much and they will use it against you. Like if they see an opportunity to use it. And a lot of times people will do that unless you really know somebody. So, you know, I'm big on not calling everybody your friend because, you know, I, I now understand why parents say that. Like I, I, everybody's not your friend. I now understand. I get it now because it's like they're, they're really not. They're really not. And. You got to be what you got to watch out for them people. But I want to know what you guys think about that story. That was crazy. Um, what else happened? Like, let me see. Let me see that. Mind you, that was nuts. That was nuts. But the evolution of friendships, like they're real crazy. And I remember a time when, you know, this year marks 20 years ago that I started college. Right. Which is which is nuts. That's fucking nuts. But. I remember on that college day, like just meeting those people and I just knew like these were because they, they tell you all the time, oh, these are going to be friends for life. And I thought that like, man, listen, you think that, but then it's just like some people and I, that's why I'm not big on that fucking, you know, down for my day ones, because like sometimes the day ones be the worst enemies, like because they know all your stuff and they will use it against you when they, you know, when when y'all have a falling out, like you got to make sure that you tell your secrets to somebody who's going to still keep your secrets once y'all have a falling out. I have fallouts with mad people, but I ain't going to go spill your beans because that's mad corny. And also, if I if you know my if I know your shit, that means you probably know my shit. So why would I go out there? So then you could then throw it back on me. 
we're not gonna do that. We're just gonna like not speak, and hopefully, maybe one day we could get cool again and talk it out and all that. But all of that harping on it, nah. Like I'm good on that. But let me know what you guys think. Comment where you can on SoundCloud. I feel like Spotify, you can now comment. I think I heard somebody saying that. Like, I, ha I haven't really, you know, I don't really be on Spotify for all of that. So, if you can, go ahead and do that. But most importantly, subscribe to the YouTube because, you know, you will get this and more. But let's slide on over into the PLB to hear what I'm listening to now. Oh, my gosh. The music just turns me on. All right, we are in the PLB, the purple little bag, where I like to talk about the music that I am listening to. And for all those new listeners out there, the PLB, I call it that because my parents carried around this uh, lunchbox that had the cassette tapes in it when they, you know, when cassette tapes were a thing, that was the way they carried it around. And so I just remember that purple bag just being, you know, the bag for the times, because then it became a CD book after that. And before that, it was the crates of records. Some of y'all may not even understand what I'm talking about right now, but... Um, the POB right here is where I talk about the things I'm listening to. And if you are on Spotify, go ahead and check me out. The Mush King Life and Times playlist. I will have it linked in the description below. Just go ahead and follow that. You know, it's a, it's a playlist of the songs of my life and songs that I'm feeling at the moment. And honestly, when I just put this playlist on, I can listen to it from the top and just go down and just I'll, I'll know exactly where I'm at every time I hear it. So I've added some new additions since the last time I talked to y'all. But I have Big Sean's uh, ZTFO, Zone the Fuck Out. That's a good gym song. Like lately, I've been in the gym. Listen, y'all, I've been in the gym. And, uh, you know, I went out the other day and I seen a friend that I hadn't seen in a while. And it was just like, oh, snap, much you working out? You working out? Yo, so that song got me hyped. So, I mean, that, that, that comment got me hyped. So I've been adding new type of songs that I could add to the playlist on, you know, for the gym. So Zone the Fuck Out is one of those songs. So if you haven't heard that, go ahead and listen to that. It's a little bit older. I think that came out like 2014, maybe. Big Sean. Um, up next, Brandy Slower from her uh, 211 album. I'm a huge Brandy fan. And the thing is, I, I, be, I became a Brandy fan later in life. But around the 211 time when I was like a huge fan. And I remember when 211 came out. Story time. I remember when 211 came out and um, she was doing like a little press tour for it. And she had performed at this club in New York City. And I had heard that she was going to be performing there. So I had showed up early to the club and stood in the line like before anyone got there. I was just standing there. Security was looking at me like I was stupid, but I had I had a sweater in my hand. They finally opened the club. I went to the club and I just stood by the stage. Like I didn't go to the bar. I didn't want to do nothing because it was one of those stay in the room only joints. So I was like, you got to get to the front first. So like I'm like in the front. Brandy come out. She got a little Asian dancer, her little black dancer. I mean, they body in. Never in my wildest dreams. I was like, I was hyped because that song was it at that time. And I just was like swinging the fucking sweater in the air, like trying to get her attention. And like the security guard kept looking at me. I was like, please, can you give this to Brandy? And so he was like, I'll give it to her and like took the sweater. And for weeks after that, I was like stalking Insta Brandy's Instagram and Twitter just to see if, if she posted it or not. Just like, damn, like I was waiting for the chance. But that security guard probably stole that sweater and just fucking left it backstage. Some intern, random intern, probably rocking it around, stole the idea. Now he probably making mad bread from it. Who knows where that sweater ended up? 
Who knows where that sweater ended up? And then also, I have another song by Ruby Waters. It's called Quantum Physics. Quantum Physics. Um, this is a very interesting song. Sometimes I like to just put the playlist that they have on Spotify on random, just so I can kind of collect the new songs and whatnot. So that's a new song that I added. Um, I actually had that song in rotation before I just added it to this playlist though. Cause sometimes like I like a song when I first hear it and I'll be like, oh, maybe I'll like that. And then I'll be listening to it be like, bro, why did I add this to my playlist? So um, that's what I added. And then Beyonce's Church Girl, I think I talked about that last week, but that that's a new bop for me to make me wake up in the morning um, and stuff like that. So there's other songs on that album that I have to really listen to because there was so much hype around that album. I just didn't want to go listen at first. So I know like maybe one or two songs, but now I feel like now that the hype is dying down some, she's probably going to come out with some videos soon to make me like them. So, you know, who knows? We'll see what happens with that. What are you guys listening to? What's on your playlist? Where do you listen to music at? That's what I want to know. Like what streaming platform is the one for you? Are you on Tidal, Spotify, your Apple Music, um, iHeart, AOL Radio, I don't know, Real Player. You know, that's for all my OGs. If you remember Real Player, then you, you already know. Real Player Radio, mm, AOL Radio back in the day. Oh, also, oh, for those Pandora folks out there, I know I know y'all still do y'all thing, but y'all got to be at least 40 or over. But um, shout out to you, though. But yes, let me know in the comments what you are listening to, and we are about to slide into what you watching. Hey, yo, Mushy, what you watching? Check it out. All right. Let, let, let's, let's get into this quickly. Ooh, like, these shows have been long lately. Look at me talking all along, but... So, you know how, like, YouTube has those, like, movies that be coming on randomly, like, stuff like that. Like, it'll just be random. Like, all of them are labeled, like, Lifetime Movie Networks, but it don't be Lifetime Movies. So, you know, all black that it's an um, app that has, you know, black content, black media on it and stuff like that. So, I guess they have a movie on there, yo. This movie came out, I think, in 2020. It's called The Available Wife. Now, mind you, we've seen this plot like a thousand times where it's like the unhappy wife with the husband and the child and she meets some new guy who can show her the world and all of that. So it's one of those type of things. But the plot to us in the middle is crazy. And I was not expecting that. It's just one of those things. I was just laying on the couch watching. And then next thing you know, I kind of sat up like, hold, hold, hold the fuck up. <laughs> like, what is happening right now? What is happening? So if you go on YouTube and type in The Available Wife, go ahead and check that out. Or if you have the all black app, check that out and let me know what you think about that, because that shit was crazy. Um, also, um, Kanan, Kanan. All right. Kanan's picking up. Kanan's picking up. Yo, can we shout out to um, to Rock? She's been bodying these little uh, 80s outfits, like killing it, killing it. Like, I love the way she be fucking getting out the car with her and she be pulling out that little gun. She pulling out that gun that look mad fake. It's just like, man, it's daylight in Queens and you just toting around this gun in this purse. Look at Mad Rich. <laughs> no one's watching you. No one. Nobody's watching you, though. But it's all good. Um, Yeah, Jukebox, she she murdered that song. She bodied that. She bodied that little singing part. So, like I said last week, I would love to see, like, you know, a storyline of that developing. And, you know, Latoya Luckett, I was like, oh, snap, look at Latoya Luckett, yo. She, she the train that's going to keep on going, man. Latoya Luckett, she, Destiny's Child said bye, and she said hello to all other things. Like, she has just literally been on a continuous acting path, and I really, I really, you know, like the things that she's doing. So, um, and she was good in Greenleaf. I don't know if you watched Greenleaf, but that was my show, and she was great in it. So, uh, what else have I watched? Oh, 
But on the YouTube side of things, Angie Martinez just came out with her last episode of her first season of her podcast in real life with Angie Martinez. Um, Joe Budden was on there. Now, you guys know that I'm a huge Joe Budden fan, but that was one of the most introspective interviews that I've watched in a very long time. A lot of people that think that Joe is like a real like asshole and and a wild card. But like a lot of times, like me and him have the same like way of thinking, like and me and Ali D have said that for years, like we have that type of humor that he has. We have that type of thinking that he has sometimes like so it's just like, eh. I had to go watch it as soon as that shit came up. I was up till like midnight watching that shit last night. And so that's what I want to watch. Before I get up out of here, I do want to discuss. So yesterday, the, the thing on Twitter was like this whole like love and basketball having a white version. And it's called love and baseball. So I've been trying to find it online. I haven't found it yet. I was trying to get to it before I recorded this. But I'm going to try to find it and come to y'all next week and let y'all know like how trash that is. Because, you know. Hollywood been doing that, trying to get off like little variation, white variations of black movies. Like, you know, it's happened a couple times. Like, I think Girls Trip, there was a similar movie at the same exact time with four white friends going on a, a you know, a girls trip and all. That. And it came out right around the same time as Girls Trip. So they be doing that shit. So I'm not shocked, but we'll see. Loving baseball. That sounds real crazy. That sounds real crazy. But that's enough of what I'm watching. Let me know, as you know, what you're watching in the comments below. Let's get into the wrap-up. We are about to skate up out of here. I just want to thank you for tuning in again for another episode of A Story to Tell with me, the four-letter guy, the eight-letters better, Mr. Mushy King, is where you can, um, you know, find me on the internet. Follow me, mushking underscore underscore, on social media. That's where I am. That's where you can catch me and talk to me and do all these things. Um, you know... Thank you for sticking with me on the growth of this network. Like, it's, it's just as crazy for me, too, because I'm just trying to get it right. I'm just a guy trying to get it right. I don't, you know, I've never ran a network before. So it's just like, sometimes I just, this is hard. Sometimes it is hard. I will say that. But, you know, I try to push through. You know, I'm trying to create an opportunity for people to learn here. And, I, and that's what I feel like I do. Like, I just, I'm creating a platform to learn. And it's like, you know, if we can't learn together, then I'm sorry. Like, but that's that my intention is never to be a fucking dick to nobody. But when you're running multiple people, multiple personalities, multiple tasks, multiple things like you're being pulled in each way. Like, it's just kind of hard to be like, you know, the guy who can stop and be like, hey, listen, what's up? So. I do say that, but you know, I have a few new things that's about to come out. Like I have a new show called Dater, um, where, you know, we're going to have some audio, um, dating ads for people. Then, you know, if you're interested, then, you know, you can hit them up. So that's going to be a very appealing to put together. And then also, um, Dialing Digits is my scripted audio podcast that I was putting together during COVID and whatnot. We recorded it once, had to drop it because one of the actors, I couldn't find him. He just disappeared off of earth. So then I had to re-record it with Ali D. So he was able to come in and fill in. And now we have it done. So now for the past couple months, I've been trying to figure out how to piece it together. But I feel like I have um, a little bit better idea as to how I'm going to do that. So I'm going to be releasing that very soon. My new thing is now to just create original content that I could take and create on my own. Um, you know, I do, I would love to get back to weekly shows with hosts, but like, it's a lot to maintain, to coach and, you know, to really just guide people. Like, you know, like I've been saying before, the next set of people that I get, like are people that I really need to be able to, you know, do this without, um, 
so much coaching. Like, you know, because, you know, I've had people who just came on here who were naturals, like, but, you know, the, the shows didn't last or, or whatnot. But, you know, I also had shows that lasted two years. So it's just like I'm looking for, you know, if the show lasts six months, that's cool. If you want to do a six month series, that's cool. Like, I don't think I'm dedicated to the weekly show because I realize everyone doesn't have the 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 drive to do that weekly show shit. And trust me, because I did it for five years. I get it. I understand it. But, you know, at the end of the day, like, you know, just like um, hosts rely on me to put their content out when it's the day their content's supposed to go out, I have to rely on you to do the things that I need to be done on my end. Like, I feel like it's just an even trade. So if you are someone who is looking for a place to call home on an audio media network, go ahead and holler at me. Info at cwfnetwork.com is where you can reach out to me. cwfnetwork.com also is where you can go visit and see what the network is doing. I've been trying to revamp the website just a little bit so I can kind of, you know, match these new shows and these new segments that I have coming out. The YouTube, the YouTube, the YouTube, the YouTube has been growing. Like, it's growing lately. It's growing, and so I'm glad. Like, I think I've reached my first video that had 500 views on it. So, you know, shout-outs to all the hosts, past and present, um, that have come through this network. Like, you know, you guys are amazing, and, you know, I appreciate everything, like I said, that you have contributed because there will be no network without that. So go ahead and check out their dope work on the CWF Network YouTube channel, um, and, you know, be sure to drop them. Uh, some tips on their cash apps that I have listed on their on their thing. So, you know, because artists should be paid. Um, so, yeah, go ahead and do that. I'm not going to uh, hold you too much longer. I'm about to skate up out of here. And remember, folks, always tell your story because you never know who's listening because guess what? Everybody has a story to tell. And listen, if I was at that wedding, oh, yeah, that dinner would have been turned upside down. You call me a will. I'm out. This is the CWF Network where we bring you big content, in small pieces. Follow us on Instagram at CWFP underscore. Okay, bye.